Hi everyone, I'm Tanya Rogers, the host of the Artist Banner podcast here at the Daily 49er. I'm joined by the indie band Emerald Street. Emerald Street, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. So starting with you, let's introduce ourselves as the group. <laughs> I'm Christian. I'm Cameron. I'm Gus. I'm Natasha. And your instruments that you play? Me? Yeah. He's in backup vocals. I sing and do guitar. Second string guitar. <laughs> I play bass. First string. I play drums. Nice. I know that there's originally seven people in the band, and there's only four of you here today, but how did you guys form the lineup you have now? So Gus and I, we were like original members. It was a much different lineup back then, and we were the only survivors of uh, the old lineup, and we kind of had this vision of what we wanted Emerald Street to be, and so it kind of all came together from that over the past couple of years. Musicians just kept on joining and Cameron just kept finding like really cool people and it was just like, do you want to work with them or not? And it's well, like, usually it was just like, obviously, yeah, because they're really cool. Like with the horn players, I would never have thought that we were going to have horn players or a keyboardist for that matter. Once you hear it, it's like, oh yeah, we might as well just have them. Like this is really <laughs> cool and it's more fun. Christian and I met at a chain reaction yeah. after a show once his band opened and then we played right after them and he came through tried out on drums and then started playing my mom's uh, piano and we're like so you want to be the piano player yeah and natasha yeah. I, I guess like we met through the reggae scene we play with different reggae artists and she's so a reggae drummer dude and just dm'd her like yo so what what places have you guys performed at uh the viper room definitely uh, a couple house of blues House of Blues in Anaheim? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we played at D Piazza's last weekend. And we played like around LA too, like Molly Malone's and State Social House. How long have you guys been creating music together as a group since it's a different lineup? Well, T. Scott joined two years ago. The guitarist. Yeah. So he's not here. And Christian's been in the band for about a year now, would you say? Yeah. So I came in at a point where the album, Toward Bliss, uh, was like nearing the end of its completion and so what i've been doing is i've been coming in and you know adding stuff to those songs but largely working towards some new stuff how long have you guys been working on your instruments individually because i know it takes a lot of like talent to be in a band and be able to collaborate together you need to have some sort of knowledge so how long have you guys been practicing your instruments individually two hours <laughs> <laughs> right <clears throat> Um, I've been playing drums for about 14 years, but it's been like on and off with like different bands and different genres. What's your favorite genre that you've ever played? To play? It's like more like alternative rock. Nice. Yes. What are some of your inspirations? Well, like drummer wise, it would be like Travis Barker or John mm. Bonham. You can go. Oh, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was eight, but I really squandered a lot of my time like i i feel like i never really hit my full potential i guess i mean i sang in the shower like since i was a kid but like i kind of got nominated to sing lead vocals two years ago three years ago we had no one to do it yeah <laughs> have you ever like formally trained your voice no no i'm great thank you yeah i thought you were gonna be like oh that makes sense <laughs> tracks, yeah. tracks. Yeah. um i've been playing for seven years i think that's nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Hell whenever, yeah. whenever I joined the band, because they were just like, "We need a bass player." And I'm like, "I don't necessity. play music," and they were just like, "Grab that bass." Gus and I uh, <laughs> had the same guitar teacher for a while, Dennis. And oh yeah, yeah, our guitar nice teacher, Dennis. Yeah. Like, yeah, he he was a big 
piece to my development as a guitarist you know like everything i learned was from him and i owe it all to him you know phenomenal teacher christian how long have you been playing piano a long time um probably (laughs) i don't know probably around 11 years i've sung for a while but i was pretty bad until around three years ago when covid hit and i was like i really want time to work on my voice and then covid hit and i had too much time Um, (laughs) and so you know coming in it's been pretty fun. I think it was really nice seeing all these experienced musicians working together. And I think that everybody sort of compliments each other in the band. And our music, our level of like how many years you've been playing kind of shows. So it's kind of cool. So what do you guys see your, your future being with the band? Do you guys feel like you found like a really good group that you can stick with for a while? No. No, you always have to keep moving forward. I think that if you get comfortable, that's the killer of creativity. I think that in the band, the goal should always be to outdo what you've done or at least match it. Yeah, absolutely. Like a big philosophy and vision that I have for uh, Emerald Street is as long as like we're improving at our instruments, you know, that's what matters. As long as we're improving as a band and as long as our music's getting better, as long as we're growing, like I... It makes me so uncomfortable when uh, we're not getting better. Like if someone is, you know, struggling, you know, a couple weeks, you know, that's when, you know, you can't really be comfortable because if, if you do get comfortable, you're never going to improve. Going back to like performing with other artists, how do you guys view relationships with other bands or other artists that you guys connect with? No, that's not true. That's not true. I think you want to find artists that compliment you because there's so, especially in Orange County, which is like Orange County is in so many ways, the center of punk music. And so there's so many punk bands, but the problem is whenever guys are all really fun, they're all really fun. But when you play with them, it's like your music stands out. So a lot of times I think we aim shows around type of musicians, which either compliment or like, you know, work within our sound. What do you say your sound is? What genre do you guys stick to? Probably like indie. I'd yeah, say. what do you think, Tanya? Honestly, I think you're like dream pop, indie. Cool. Maybe respect. leaning towards alternative. Dream respect. pop is cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. We're very easily inspired by other like groups in our community by not necessarily the music they make, but like the things that they do. Like I'll go to some shows and I'll see like the way that they engage with their audience and you know, like that stuff is inspiring. You know, it's like, oh, because music is, or at least performance is more than just like playing your music in front of people. Uh, it's it's talking to your audience. It's talking to the people who are there to see you, you know. Ooh. <laughs> when writing a song, do you guys, <laughs> what do you guys like, use for inspiration? Is it based off personal experience? Just things you see like everywhere? For me, songwriting comes from a place of like, I try to switch up from keyboard to bass to guitar to like ukulele and just like try something new and from that try to get out of your comfort zone i think that the best writing is made with like limitations especially nowadays with all the technology you have you could be a first-time musician download GarageBand, put on like some pretty synths and let that sound do all the work for you that's not like gonna make anything new what i think new thing is is like trying innovating figuring stuff out through like a long and hard like process as a musician myself i do know that some days aren't as good when it comes to writing music there's definitely writer's block all the time so what are you how do you guys deal with that 
when you are in a state of, oh, like I can't write anything today, don't think of it as much as writing writer's block, but think of it as, you know, it's a process. When you start out playing music, your first few shows are always going to be inevitably kind of poor because you're still working things out. And it's the same thing with writer's block is like sometimes you just don't get it right that day. I think the one thing that I try doing is to not get discouraged. Just think of it this way. Like I still work towards something though. I still tried writing music. So I'm going to try writing tomorrow and maybe something will come out from that. A while ago, I saw an interview with uh, Chris Martin, Coldplay. Nice. And he was like, Viva La Vida, the original part of it, mm -hmm. the idea of like the, I used to rule the world, like came to him at like 3 a.m. And he was just like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to get on my piano now. And so I think like the idea of constantly recording yourself, I think even if it's not a good idea, like deleting your art, just making something to delete it is a great process. So I know you mentioned Stargazer Lily came after your writer's block, right? So was was there a song that originally started as writer's block that ended up being like one of the songs that you're most proud of? I think that a lot of the songs on that album were like, it was a big process. It was like before I started recording on Logic and I was just like with a piano or a guitar and just like making something. A lot of the production came out of that. Um, I wouldn't consider it writer's block. I would just consider marinating it. You make progress one day. And like, even if you don't quote unquote writer's block, like you're still working towards something, you know? That's pretty good advice for someone who's probably listening. They're probably a musician. They're like trying to write songs and that's pretty good advice. I like it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Always what? believe in yourself. You got this king or queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best advice that you guys have been given though from other bands, other musicians, or maybe people you look up to? I was working with somebody named Brian, um, who was like a, a mentor for music. I remember I was writing stuff to try to be impressive, whether it was like high vocals or whether it was like really complex parts. And, uh, and I remember he was like saying to me, so say you're, say you're like, say you're singing in like this certain range and it's like all high. And it's like all like these really, ah, you know, like all those sort of notes, then you're not technically showing range because this is your entire vocal range. You're only singing right here. You're only singing the highers. And so he was like, Oh, try using that. Oh, like the, like the low breathy point. And like, he was basically talking about like music where it's like the parts that are complex are only meaningful because there's parts that are relatable and parts that are more simple. And, uh, with music, the way you show off to people is largely based on not always just being at 10. It's maybe operating at five or six. We try to like bookend that with like more like tight, just like very, not predictable, but very like, you know, standard parts. So, so those parts that are lifted up can shine. Well, for me, um, like during live shows, especially that simplicity and timing is like the most important. Mm. It's not important to be super fancy when doing all these big fills and whatnot that can possibly mess you up or anything but it's just best to keep it simple and do what you know instead of trying to show off. I think the best piece of advice that I got, uh, I guess like bad, I know like I make fun of like punk bands and metal bands and just like bands in general, but like, like I'm joking, you know, like I, I, I love like everyone in our community. People like music is a form of self-preservation, you know, people like if you go up to anyone and you know, like 
80% of the people in, in the community, you'll ask them like, what are your goals with music? It's not to have fun. It's, it's to get famous, you know? And, and so people like, they truly believe they can do that, which is fine, which is great. You know, power to you, you go queen, you go king. But at the end of the day is like 99% of people aren't going to make that. A lot of people are going to look at that reality and be like, but I'm the one. So they're going to make, you know, these comparisons to other bands and believe like, oh, we're better than them. And they're just going to make delusions. You know, like, oh, well, we're better than them because like our style, our songs, whatever. And like, that's all from comparing yourself. Like who cares about the other bands? You know, don't focus on them. Like focus on yourself. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Just like only take the positives from other people. Like don't look at the negatives because those negatives aren't affecting you. The only negatives affecting you are the negatives inside of your band, you know? And so like, that's like, that's the best advice I've ever received. That's the best I could give. Don't compare yourself, only try to improve and like get inspired by only the positives that other people bring. Even like the shittiest band in the world that has like terrible timing can be doing something like awesome with their, you know, their funk on the one. One. you know and, and you can you can take inspiration <laughs> from that so it exists you know don't don't like shit talk other bands just because like like it's pointless <laughs> what skills do you guys think are necessary to have a successful band skills i don't have i think when when you write a song that you think is good the song isn't good until somebody else says it's good so i think a skill is knowing when to like when to not do something if somebody says something is like fine, don't try to like go into like your defense mode and be like, but I but I worked really hard at it, but I but I <laughs> want it to be good, you know? Yeah. Instead, have humility, be like, okay, let's try something new. Can True. can I get a W in the chat, please? True. Yeah. <laughs> Any knowers in chat? So you were mentioning earlier mm. about a vision. What do, what do what's your vision for the band? Where do you guys see this thing going? My personal vision for the band is for us first to uh, be happy. And, you know, again, is, is being bad fun? No. So, like, I want us to be happy, but I also want us to, like, be happy because, like, we're working towards something bigger than ourselves. And what that means is, like, we're pushing each other. We're, like, we're pushing Emerald Street to be better. We're pushing individually, you know, because, like, Emerald Street's not going to last forever, but... Like our musical ability will always be there. And, uh, you know, five, 10 years from now, someone hits you up and asks you to do a gig. You don't want to be the best possible person you can be, you know? And so I think Emerald Street's preparing us for that. And, and I also think that just like being able to create freely as a unit and play live shows, like, again, as long as we're growing, you know, as long as we're growing, it's good. As long as we're getting better, that that's the vision. As like the vision that I don't have is us like being comfortable and not improving. We have a new uh, person that I've been campaigning so hard for because he's he's uh, a new studio that uh, we're going to be going to, and I think that uh, we're we're tr we're trying to we're trying to not just so when you hear a song and you're like I want to write a song like this, I think it should never be like I want to write Stairway to Heaven because Stairway to Heaven's already been written or like. Like, you don't want to just retread. You want to bring something new to the table. You want to offer something new. And I want to, I think it's Emerald Street. We're looking to find ways to bring new things to the table. Not everyone has to work, but, you know, we're looking for those ideas. We're looking for those things to do. I think we're just looking 
because like we want to make sure we can just contribute something and contributing something is usually meaning doing something new. Gus, you look insane right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over at you for the first time. Oh my God. So anyways, we're just trying to contribute. Take it off. <laughs> Take no, it. dude, let him know. Let him express himself. He's expressing himself now. It's oh, really... <laughs> I have to do that with your I don't like this. I don't like my hair right now. Really? It looks great, man. I thought you were going to put it over your eyes now. <laughs> I just want to contribute like a Simpson character. And often contributing something means creating something new, whether you want to face that reality or not. So I really think that that's you so much, man. But I think all bands hope that they can do something new. So could we be some of the masses? Maybe. Next question. Next so, question. <laughs> do you guys have more live performances coming up that the audience could know about? You no. Show up now. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, or feeling pretentious, like you know, yeah, we're the. We Beatles, just haven't found know. a show that we can play yet because, yeah. like, I only work on the weekends. I mean, I only am available on the weekends. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, we're planning on going to Santa Barbara and uh, May uh, to do some shows with the band. And that would be really fun. I was looking at like their their live scene, and it's like, man, there's really no like original bands like playing out there. Like it's a lot of cover bands, you know, like you know one or two originals here and there. Really good bands though. And I was like, and you're like, yeah, bro, like we're aching for original bands, you know, especially from LA. Saint Rock just opened back up. We'd love to play there because you know we're, some of us are from the South Bay, and um, and then we applied to play at the Troubadour in July. Hopefully that you know works out. Next question. <laughs> that was my last question. God um, damn it. I, we go back to that last No, we did <laughs> I want a beer. We did it. <laughs> I asked if you guys wanted to see the questions before. You had time. Well, no, I, I was that... so happy we didn't see the questions before. Ron, <laughs> off the disome. Uh, oh, <laughs> these are honest, unfiltered thoughts. If you uh, if you want to find us on uh, social media, don't. Yeah. Oh. You yeah, can find us at uh, <laughs> Emerald, Street. Emerald Street. Emerald Street official. That's your Instagram, right? Yeah. yeah. Stream. I need you. Yeah. yeah. You, but like, don't even like. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't you, use yeah, Apple Music. Inferior uh, sound. Uh, I don't think service. that's true, though. Is that a really jab at me? I use Apple Music. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, watching you guys just come up with answers in your head. Um, I'm Tanya Rogers, the host of Artist Banner. Thank, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Emerald Street. Thank hey, you for coming. Hey, but seriousness, where's the beer? Whoa! Thanks for having us. We really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Thank you. Yes, much love. Yeah.